0: To my podcast, here comes the Aussie Taiwanese. Alrighty, so now's come my recent update. So after moving into a new house, changing a new job, seems everything pretty fine and great. Yes, for sure. However, I need to complain a little bit, cause like everybody know, Cairns this um, city is located far North Queensland, FNQ. So if you have a friend or you've ever been to here, you may or may not hear local people say, uh, it's a little bit warm here. You probably need to turn on the aircon every day. At the very beginning, I was not really concerned about this topic because I was living in share house. So literally everything, including bill. So I don't need to pay the electricity. So I turn on the aircon freestyling, once I feel hot, I turn it, turn it on, and now I'm moving out to single studio apartment. So, I still have no trouble in financial, but I just feel like, Jesus Christ, the reason why people say about it is a little bit warm here, you need aircon every day, now I know it. So I live in a apartment which has two floors, I live in the first floor which is receive all the sunshine power every day, anyway, so back to the topic, so like last one we are talking about the uh, culinary culture in between the Taiwan and Australia and I also have some uh, conversation with my Taiwanese chef friend or the colleague from the Taiwanese suburbs house when talking about those choice options from the uh, general public or either tech away shop or restaurant and we was talking about uh, won't it be too general just using one short episode to talking about this topic So it brings out this idea. I probably spend three to four episodes to detail talking about each meal, from breakfast, lunch, dinner, or even late night supper, which is after meal. And I, I, I think this culture is very Asian. Cause as my experience in Australia, late night supper is never common. Part of the reason why is due to the labor law system and the culinary culture. To it's something very late is not easy to assess. Um, the other things is uh, Australian people may more kind to go to McDonald or k-pop shop or fish and chip shop at line maybe so yeah let's talking about the three male as everybody know i'm a taiwanese if you are the people who from uh either malaysia singapore thailand vietnam japan japan i think japan shit Almost similar culture to Taiwan, same as Korea, and not to mention about China, China definitely have this kind of late night suburbs culture. And um, yeah, so back to the topic. So, if you are uh, Australian people, you might feel surprised to assess food is so convenient that you can have four meals per day, even up to five or six. So from uh, breakfast, morning tea, brunch, lunch, afternoon tea, early dinner, late dinner, late night supper, and um, you were just wondering, how come? I'm really hungry Asian. I would just say uh, most of the time, it just like the availability of the food, it seems like it's relevant higher than Australia. And it probably would amaze you if you travel into Asia, especially to Taiwan. Let me introduce you. Now the Taiwanese breakfast then. So in Taiwan, uh, our breakfast can generally divide into a two topic. So you will either get really formal uh, Chinese style or I would say Taiwanese style. And all the other one is Taiwanese fusion general western, like burger or something like that. So we, we start very beginning. So we, we, let's say takeaway shop. So in Taiwan, you probably will go uh, 永核豆漿, which is soy milk shop. So in a soy milk shop, you can get all those uh, soy milk or rice milk or mix. This for beverage. And then you will get rice ball, which is called Fan Tuan 饭团. Bao uh, which is uh, pan-fried dumpling or pan-fried bao, which is filled with uh, Cabbage. Some fill with cabbage and pork beans, but some make it like vegetarian style, which is cabbage with glass noodle. And then you get chong bing, which is a spring onion pancake, or bing, which is egg pancake. So but by, by the name of the pancake, it's just due to the interpretation. So the similar texture. Uh, spring onion pancake would be more close to puff pastry, but a little bit more chewy. Egg pancake would be more close to French crepe, have that delicate chewy texture. And then now we go, Oh, we we can start, we, we can still stay at um, a Yonghe soy milk shop. Then you will get xiaolongbao, Bao, which is quite famous Taiwanese food, which is a steam Little bun in the bamboo steamer with very juicy in salad, and then you will also get baozi, which is very classic Asian food baozi. Uh, with pork filling, steam bum uh um, steam bun with pork filling, and then what else in the Yonghe Doujiang Soy Milk? And you also can get something like savory soy milk, which is both the soy milk go with vinegar and solve the um, relish by my memory, because it have been like a two years ever since the COVID-19 outbreak, I been two years not back. But by my memory, soy milk, savory soy milk, which is um, pork floss, relish, egg for sure, and the yotiao which is a deep-fried gluten. And then we we say goodbye to the 永荷豆漿, which we kind of go into the really classic Taiwanese food. So all kind of noodles, all kind of rice. So noodle would be Min, which is a uh, cornstarch thickened soup. Noodle, and inside you will get some pork mince which is um, unlike French quenelle, fluffy, soft. The Taiwanese version one is more chewy, more meaty. And then you will get uh, yi nian tang, which is a dark egg, dark egg dough noodles, which is more chewy, smell more stronger, and the other one is 油面湯. tang is regular egg noodle, which is more yellowish, and you will also get mian which is a plain dough noodle, and all these noodles can make into dry style or um, soup style. And 肉跟面 for sure. Lo mian is different for sure. It's a soup noodle. We use with cornstarch thickened soup. And what else? Um, you also can get rice, which is a stewed pork minced rice. Or sticky rice, which is called 蛋阿米格. go is followed by, interpretation is followed by, uh, tanga is a container, a roll, bangbu, or toes cylinders with filling with um steak rice and always steam and when it comes your upside down put on bowl and lift the lifting out of the container and lift the rice cylinder in the bowl and shop always go with a ladle of the pork mint stew or squeeze some soy sauce on top some variation in Taizong. chong they also go with some uh, signature hot sauce which is not literally spicy hot is um, in between sweet spicy and the service spicy and then um, you also get very Taiwanese fusion western dish so um, you get all kind of burger shop. You will get translated store like the Meierme, Laya Hamburg or Laya is means Laya Burger Shop. Hamburg is is hamburgers interpretation into Chinese. And in the sounds of Taiwan, you will also get Dandan Hamburg, which is a Dandan Burger Shop. In the burger shop, the signature dish is you will get a, uh, deep fried chicken burger, which is the Number nine, male number nine. The option is a deep fried chicken burger with ball of um, thick rice vermicelli soup, which is pretty um uh, pretty Taiwanese style. And then you will get all kinds of a sandwich, which different from Australia or British. It always come like a triangle and they will trim the edge, keep the sandwich itself very soft. And then we also have um, very signature dish divine by location. So in the most well-known place is Tainan for most of Western people. If you visit Taiwan, most of the people introduce you, go to Tainan for our uh, famous 小吃, which is a street food style. So in Thailand, you would get a raw beef soup for breakfast, but the concept is very similar to Vietnamese food, but without ludo and without all those herbaceous dressing, it was just uh, simply savory beef broth with slice. Um, sliced beef loin, which is fresh selected, at midnight and delivered to the shop, so you will get very fresh beef, slice, and then go with hot worth tender, meaty, savory, and the other one is the milkfish congee or milkfish soup. is very Taiwanese, uh, very Thailand style. And then we go further, a little bit north, you will go Jiayi. Jiayi will have uh, turkey rice, which is ham uh, or turkey breast on rice. Go with very savory turkey oil and special soy sauce. And go further north, you go Zhanghua. Zhanghua, you will have Kongma beng, which is a stew pork belly on rice. Don't be surprised, eating stewed pork berry on rice is general practice in zhanghua. As uh, four meals per day, I assume, you can get, little. you can get this, you can get kong ma Pen from breakfast to late night supper. And go further to the Taichung where I study my university, uh, you will get which is alkaline alkaline dough noodle with thick broth. Um, this one probably pretty rare among the Asia. I don't think there's much place in Asia doing this. So as I know only in Taichung this location will have and this food. So yeah, let's 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 start here. Cause I do feel hungry about thinking about these things. So let's back to Australia. Alan. So in Australia, unlike Taiwan have like vibrant food option. Uh To be honest, after seven years living in Australia, my image of Australian breakfast is pretty British style. Like, I do believe the British colonizing section does affect, influence the Australian uh, culinary culture very much. So by my feeling, if you travel around Australia, you will still get some things like Big Breakfast, Act Benedict, uh, Smash Arvo, BLT, something like this. But if you are people who not really visit Australia deeply, so you probably just come here occasionally, one or twice a year, you may realize that in Australia, uh, when you're reading through the breakfast menu, you probably get a little bit surprised. Like, the first episode they are talking about, the abbreviation, the acronyms, those jargon slant word. So you may see Big wafers become like Big Breaky, you may see Egg Benedict become the Egg Benny, uh, uh, mashed avocado on toast become mashed apple, and BLT, artificial BLT is pretty common uh, all around the Western. Uh, country. So BLT, uh, bacon, lettuce, tomato, you might have no difficulty in it. However, there's a big things I do very sure a lot if you are people from America or general Europe or any other countries, you may feel a little bit confused about raw and web in Australia breakfast shop, cause it was very confused me. It was very confusing to me when I was in Melbourne doing all those breakfast shift, either as a barista or chef. I get very confused about bag row and bag wrap. And I just realized in in general practice, Australian cafe, let's say roll actually is a burger. Let's say wrap actually is a roll. And it takes me roughly like a week to get used to this when I have a conversation with my my, my, my customer. And that's probably the big reason why uh, some people would say it would be a little bit frustrated at the very beginning, and yes, I have to confess that I was very frustrated about this at the very beginning. And then let's back to breakfast again. So if you say breakfast in Australia, the culture things, I would say it's very pretty close to Japan. When I travel into Japan, I realized that there is not such things called breakfast shop. You make a cafe, you can get those small croissant, muffin, sort of things. It's similar situation to Australia. You definitely can get those uh, breakfast items, as I just mentioned. Breakfast, egg benedict, um, those raw web burgers. Uh, however, it, it seems like more common if you get cup of coffee and just go one muffin, one plain croissant, one almond croissant, and let's call it a breakfast. So, if you are the people from Asia, especially from Taiwan, or I think Singapore and Malaysia share the same <coughs> culture. We do have breakfast culture. So when you travel into Australia, don't be surprised. You cannot have those kind of choice from the market, you may just get very simple food. And then when we're talking about um, breakfast, it also surprised me that it kind of like generally practice among the market eating sweet stuff as breakfast. Is acceptable, because I'm a Taiwanese for sure, and I just realized in Taiwan uh, eating a sweet, take a sweet stuff as a breakfast is not common practice. And so it comes on the nutritionist, nutritionist uh, consultant, because in Taiwan among the social media or either TV show, podcast, YouTube, we always have those kind of the nutritionist talking about or how we gonna do our meal per day to balance all the nutrition in, all, in order to boost our uh, energy level, enhance the life quality, something like that. So it was really surprised that in Australia, eating breakfast never be a like a initial task. It always like simple things like cup of coffee, cup of tea and a snip of muffins, a snip of the sweet stuff, danish, something like that. So above all, I think there's one thing I really need to pull out if we're talking about breakfast. So like I say, I've been traveling to Australia for seven years. So as a chef and barista uh, who work in industry, have I ever tried to uh, remake the Taiwanese food in Australia? Yes, give for sure. And that's the reason why I want to pull out this recipe with you. If you are the Taiwanese people who travel abroad and have difficulty to remake the Taiwanese breakfast for yourself, if you have homesick and want to remind yourself with Taiwanese food, uh, here is the Taiwanese version mayonnaise and the popular things really remind me a lot because when I was first year in Australia, I just realized generally, uh, generally speaking in Australia, the mayonnaise is not that sweet. It always a little tangy with the Dijon master or English master for, uh, for in other case. And in Taiwan, our mayonnaise is relatively sweeter, more uh, balanced, more round, and it may let you consider about, am I getting diabetes with this sauce? Because you have a high content of sugar. So the recipe is this. It always comes up with 400 milliliters oil. 80 grams of sugar, 20 grams of salt, and just one egg and splash with white vinegar to finish the, finish the sauce. So if you are a chef, so generally talking you just making mayonnaise. But if you never receive any culinary training, let's start on step one. So step one is mix all the sugar, salt, and egg together and then drip in, pour in the oil slowly using the electronic whisk or manually whisk if you are, um, if you are kind to challenge yourself. So when you whisk, uh, pulling uh, the oil ribbonly, like a ribbon, slowly whisk, you will, you will see everything merge together, start to emulsify. But if you accidentally make a, accidentally make a mistake, uh, don't be frustrated. Pull out everything, keep your mixture, which you probably separate two layers. One is water layer, one is oil layer. And then whisk another egg in the bowl by itself and then pull back the mixture slowly. And then you will remerge, recombine everything again and make it very thick. Um, it will not pale white like ivory, a little bit yellowish. And then when you finish it will be very thick and just using uh white vinegar. And nowadays I realize using apple cider vinegar will be more tasty because you get a fruity apple uh tarty smell flavour. So, using the vinegar to adjust the thickness. So, this is Taiwanese mayo, and by my uh, memory of the Taiwanese breakfast, and I just realized all I remember and miss is this mayonnaise go with regular ketchup, like a tomato sauce, a little bit black pepper shredded cucumber, shredded carrot. That's the flavor I miss. Either it go with beef patty, pork patty, bacon, ham, or just simple fried egg on um, toast, on um, bread roll, or even just plain pita bread, make it wrap. I find this sauce does like bring me back to Taiwan. Especially when i like in primary school, junior high, senior high, university. Yeah, man, yes. I, I have to confess, sometimes when I was in university, I sleep all over the morning and wake up at the lunchtime. So I don't do a lot of breakfast during the four years. Yeah. But when i in Australia, I do mix the Taiwanese flavor. And um, if I say what, I'm, what I would miss about the Australian breakfast, that would be the one Vegemite roll. Yes, and the people who eat Vegemite. Vegemite roll from the cold supermarket, which is like $2 something, go with sparkling water. That is the things I get used to a lot when I was in Melbourne. And that was the things when I uh study in Winnie Angoles when I have all those early morning shift uh, early morning class I used to go for this one for my breakfast. <laughs> Alright. So this is all the topic uh, about the breakfast in between Taiwan and Australia. So hope you will like my Taiwanese version of mayonnaise and won't get terrified about how sweet it is, cause that's how Taiwanese breakfast is so yeah that's everything about the breakfast so if you have any comment any thought how dare you are did not pull out a certain item I, I didn't really mention and you have a favor in it let me know through my instagram or first story so that's today's topic about so let's see you next topic Have a lovely one! Bye! all kind of options and I just suddenly realized there's one thing called acai bowl or yogurt bowl. Um, some people may call it bircher muesli and to be honestly like, as a Taiwanese, we does have bircher, we does have low cereals but when you order acai bowl, I does feel a little bit resistance as is that for real? As a breakfast, you just have bowl of the yogurt or bowl of the acai and then you told me it's well-balanced in nutri- uh, nutrient. So, that's probably the real things that uh, terrify me when I serve the acai bowl or yogurt bowl in Australia. <laughs>